Okay, we are recording, bitch. Can you hear me? Am I quiet? Should I start yelling? Yeah, start yelling. Uh... <laughs> Please never yell for help because no one will hear your ass. <laughs> okay. Um, what's up, Meg? Um, I don't care, Morgan. I want to hear what's up with you and like what was at your door when you got home. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, everyone's been holding their breath, but I finally got my... God, for like two months now. That's so sad and embarrassing. No, no, I don't care. I love it. I finally got my birthday present from Megan today, and it's a, like, one of those, like, Jesus candles. I don't know what they're called. I don't either. Just the Jesus candle. Like, they, they have, like, Jesus on them. Sometimes they have, like, Virgin Mary on them, you know, you like And the one that I sent Morgan actually has, it's it's just a Jesus candle. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Megan knows that I'm wildly religious. (laughs) Um, It's like one of those Jesus candles, but it has a fucking picture of my favorite Real Housewife, Lisa Rinna on it. And it has her dressed up as a Virgin Mary with a quote across it that she, her iconic quote from the show that says, were people doing coke in your bathroom? <laughs> it's like super amazing. Shout out to Etsy. I don't know the name of the shop or anything, but they make, they do like a shit ton of different housewives and they have quotes for all of them. Like some of their iconic quotes. Like there's like Lisa Vanderpump. There's like Dorinda from New York, Vicky Gunvalson. Like, and they're all so good. I want them all. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm going to have to look at that shot. But, like, I'm fucking obsessed with it. I good. love Lisa Renna so much. Megan knows this because I feel like I constantly talk about her. And Basically, anytime Lisa Renna posts anything on Instagram, we just send it to each other. And we're just like, <laughs> queen, that's it. <laughs> She's fucking incredible. She's the best housewife. I used to be a ride or die for Kyle, and I still am. However, I think I like Lisa Renna more. Same. And, you know, honestly, Kyle's having a bumpy season. I was going to say, in a, this season's not helping. <laughs> yeah. So, Rena just is always a shining star and a beacon of hope in an otherwise dim pool of housewives. And, like, the quote on it is, like, so perfect for me. I, uh, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to put it on my little thing that has my record player. And I'm going to... Um, I'm going to make my Instagram public for anybody who listens and wants to stalk me. My Instagram will be public for a while. I'm going to make my Instagram public and post it in my story and tag her because she's always reposting people's stories who like tag her. Oh my God. I would like literally just fold into myself if she reposted the gift that I got you. I would die. If she noticed me, I would die. Lisa Rena is my fucking life. Yeah, hi Lisa, we love you. <laughs> we love you, Lisa Renna. Get on the table and dance for this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Megan. I really love it. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And I, like I said, I hope it was worth the wait. And yeah, I was like really anxious and excited for it to get to you. So, you know, it's a gift for myself too. Exactly. That's how I felt about the chocolate dick I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're just on point with our gifts to each other. I know. They're so good. I like that's like the 
a perfect gift, and it, like, fits my aesthetic so well. I know. I'm like, I can only get this for Morgan. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> and I'm the only person that would actually use it as, like, decoration. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, thank you. What's been up? Gosh, I don't know. I've just been on the edge of my seat tracking your packet. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, wait. Oh. Tell us about the booze cruise. Oh, oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I have quite a big weekend. I hadn't had a weekend this big in a very long time, and I feel like I've been ooh, ever since. Anyway, the booze cruise was a blast. Um, I made a BFD about the dress code last week on the podcast and then I was super embarrassed because the next day they sent an email with an updated dress code that the dress code is spring chic as opposed to pink chic so my endless dilemma about pink and white and blah and rompers that are navy blue with pink flowers it was pretty much a moot point and I wore the romper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was well, probably gonna, well. Yeah, and I was probably going to wear the romper anyway. And it, But I will say, there were a shit ton of people there that were in full-on white and full-on pink. And I'm just like, why do you... How do you have that in your closet? <laughs> like, that is like a hot-ass pink dress. Why is that in your closet? On a regular basis. <laughs> but you could just be like, oh, the dress code's pink chic. Let me just whip out my hot pink dress. I don't know. But it was a lot of fun. I drank a lot of rosé. Rosé all day. Like, a lot. <laughs> well, I was dying when Megan told me that she could wear the romper. And then I even, she posted a picture of her in the romper. I said, cute romper, and she said, hate you. You guys, the abuse that I get behind the scenes from, behind the scenes from making <laughs> out of this world. I feel like that was, like, a cute romper dig. Like, a, like I was. know that you, yeah, yeah, see, I know. Don't try to pretend like you were being nice. That was a dig, like, cute romper as in, like, I know you threw a bitch fit and had an existential crisis over this outfit. And here you are wearing the romper, said <laughs> romper that you had a bitch fit about. And I'm going to say that it's cute in a very snarky, sassy way. I see you. I see you. <laughs> we have fun here on this podcast, y'all. Um... No, I was genuinely embarrassed. I was like, God damn it. I'm going to have to, she's going to ask about it. I'm going to have to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> I was dying. Um, what else did you do? Um, I went out the next day. I like, you know, just like nights, like nights where you go out and you're like out, like three or four a.m. out, and I'm just like, girl, go home, go home. You did the booze cruise and you stayed out the next night. Damn. Yeah, I did. I did the booze cruise and went out after the booze cruise, and oh, then fuck. I woke up the next day, and then I started day drinking around the neighborhood with Sarah, but then that turned into me going out in the city, and then, you know, I did the whole, oh, I'm gonna, because Brianna had friends in town from Italy, and it was their last night, and they wanted to go out in the city for drinks and stuff, and I had enjoyed hanging out with them, and they were a lot of fun. I was like, oh, I'll go meet them out for a few drinks to say goodbye, but I'm going to be home early enough to take a train home. 
cut to me calling an Uber at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I, I did not leave my bed on Sunday. Rightfully yeah. so. What about you? That's insane. Um, Friday, I um, fell asleep with my lights on and my shoes on and my phone still in my hand. At 7 7 p.m. Wild. And I, like, sent a text at 6.58 p.m. And the person who I texted texted me back at 6.59. And I I didn't wake up until 8 a.m. the next day. Okay, but, like, relatable. I feel like that's how I am. Basically, when we hang up from these podcasts, like, you know, you'll be... We'll be, like, texting about something after, like, ha, ha, ha. And then one minute, I'm just gone. (laughs) (laughs) But, bitch, I slept, like, 14 hours. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I have been, like, really, you guys, you guys are going to hate me, but all of my sinus issues are really coming back with a kick. And so I have been sleeping, like, very terribly throughout the whole week. So I think I was just, like, and I didn't even realize I was tired but I literally, like, passed out, like, phone in hand, shoes still on, lights on. Dude, um, yeah, whatever. Take the sleep where you can get it. Yeah, I have no regret. All 14 I, hours. I was, like, going to go out to the bars, and then I woke up the next day, like, what planet am I on? <laughs> um, where am I? Yeah, I was, like, so confused. <laughs> like, uh, what happened? But I slept good, bitch. Um, good. And then on Saturday, it was like, it was hot as fuck. Um, and so I went to my favorite ice cream place and I got ice cream. And then I sat, Ooh. yeah, I sat in the park and I just like people watched for a few hours. It was nice. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. I love doing that. I feel like I've been doing that lately too. Once it's nice out, which is rare because it's been a rainy little bitch around here. Um, I love telling my weekends versus yours because you can tell I have zero friends in Seattle. I mean, rare, rare that I have a weekend so eventful. That's why I felt like it was worth documenting. But wow. We love a romper weekend. Um, we love an ice cream weekend. Yeah, bitch. I got- we love an ice cream and nap weekend. <laughs> That's just, like, my Tuesday, usually. Um, I go to this place. It's, like, my favorite ice cream place. I live right down the street from it, but I used to live right next to it. It's called Molly Moons. If you live in Mm -hmm. Seattle, you know what the fuck is up. Um, And they have seasonal flavors, and right now they have um, orange habanero cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough, and bitch. Wow, that sounds so weird. But, like, I know how, you know, how ice cream is. Like, especially, like, these days. People just come up with weird-ass flavors, but they're so, they're so good always. That yeah. sounds really good. It was fucking bomb. So, if you guys live in Seattle, go to Molly Moons, try that flavor. Highly recommend. It was, like, the best flavor I've ever had. And a bitch knows her ice cream flavors, so... Yeah, well, like, have you seen that, like, pickle ice cream that's, like, making its rounds on the internet? Oh, yeah. 
and it's like made with cucumber juice, I guess. And I'm just like, um, that sounds really good. <laughs> Megan loves pickles. <clears throat> As do I. Um, one time I had avocado ice cream and that blew my pants off. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, if you like pistachio ice cream, it tastes exactly like pistachio ice cream. Which pistachio uh, I... ice cream is so fucking <laughs> underrated. And I, don't I was just going to say, I don't like pistachio, but... Pistachio ice cream is like the creamiest fucking shit you could ever eat. I just don't like the pistachios in it. Like, I like the ice cream itself, but it, you're right. It's so creamy that, like, I don't need that crunch. Like, oh, salty I don't crunch. I have any crunch in it when I have it. Oh, I thought that pistachio ice cream actually has, like, pistachios in it. I'm sure some does. Oh, well, I need to find the shit that doesn't. This is now turned into an ice cream podcast, and bitch, I could go for I, I wish. Um... Okay, this is, like, something Megan's been hounding me about, but it's literally not anything special. Ugh, I'm going to be disappointed. Yes, you will. Um, I have a story time for you guys. <sighs> I'm kind of slacking this week. Like, I literally just finished watching the Bachelorette episode, like, just now. And I didn't take any notes, and I had to write my notes today during my lunch break. And normally I'm more prepared, but you guys, yesterday I had a terrible day. So I got off work. And so, okay, let me start by this, saying this. So the sound quality of this podcast is like kind of trash. Like I'm, I'm aware of it. It's not like I'm like ignorance is bliss. Like, no, I'm aware that the sound quality is, like, a little trash. And it's because the speaker in my phone has been broken for, like, a year. And so, like, whenever I take a phone call, I literally have to use headphones or, like, I can't hear the person. And so, but I just, like, haven't gotten around to getting a new phone. I don't know why. What the fuck? It's just my first Because it's literally the worst experience ever. Yes. Yes. But like, like I even never... if you have a good experience, it still sucks. The act of going to a store to get a new phone fucking sucks. And then, like setting up your fucking phone. Yeah, it's just a royal pain in the ass. And like transferring yeah. everything and like clouds and shit. Yes. It's trash. It's the worst experience. But I was like finally I was like, you know what? I'm like sick of the podcast audio like not being great. Like I want it to be good. Um, and so yesterday I was like, okay, I'm going to go and like, I don't have anything to do after work. Like I don't have to like, I'm not dog sitting. So like, I'm going to go to the Verizon store and like, I work right next to the Verizon store. And I was like, I'm going to go to the Verizon store and just get a new iPhone, get it all set up. That way I can have it before Wednesday's episode. And I know you guys are listening and you're like, well, the sound quality is still trash. And it's because I still have my fucking broken phone. And let me tell you why. I've already told Megan this part, so I'm going to go through it fast. I was just going to say, do, do you remember that you told me that? <laughs> oh, yeah. The story didn't end there, though. Oh, or, God. My terrible night did not end there. Um, so yesterday, after work, I walked over to the iPhone store, and I, like, get, like, I, like, no, like, I'm, like, okay, I'm going to get a new iPhone. And here's the thing about me, y'all, is that I, like, don't like technology, I think I've talked about it a little here on the podcast, but, like, 
that's just not me. Everyone in my life knows that about me. Like, I'm just, like, not... And I'm not bad at technology. It's not that. I just, like, literally do not like it. Like, I don't even like to get involved. And so right now I have the iPhone 6, which I'm totally fine with. I bought the iPhone 6, like, two years after it came out. Like, I don't need the newest iPhone. I like the iPhone 6 because I like having a headphone jack. I like having Mm -hmm. a separate charger jack. Like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a good phone for me. Like, the reason I need a new phone isn't because I'm like, oh, I hate the iPhone 6. It's because, like, my fucking speaker doesn't work. And, like, the bat. I mean, my phone's, like, almost three years old. So, like, the battery dies fast and whatever. Um, and so I, and, like, I don't, I didn't really want to upgrade because it's, like, like I said, I like the headphone jack and whatever. So I go into the ice, or the Verizon store yesterday, and I'm like, hey, girlies, like, what's up? Just trying to get a new phone. And I'm going to condense this story, but keep in mind that I was literally in the store for 30 minutes. <clears throat> so this guy comes over to help me, and he, like, walks over, and he's, like, already bored with me. Like, he's like, what's up? How can I help you? <laughs> and, like, looking out the window. <laughs> So I was, like, already, like, Ugh. And I was, like, hey, girl. Like, can like, I have someone else? <laughs> I bitch, I wanted to. I was, like, hey, just, like, trying to get a new phone. Like, the speaker in my phone is broken. Like, my battery's dying. My phone's already two and a half years old. Like, I've already paid it off. So I kind of just, like, want to get a new phone. I have the iPhone 6. I like having the iPhone 6. I know there's newer phones, but, like, that's not what I want. Um. I was like, I don't like new technology. I don't like the iPhone 10s or, like, the X or whatever the fuck it is. I, like, don't like those phones. I don't really like the 7R8s because I don't like how you, like, lose the headphone jack and, like, ports mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I kind of just, like, want to get a new iPhone 6. However, I'm, like, willing <laughs> to get an iPhone 7 if, like, it has to be like that. Even saying the word iPhone 7 is, like, so triggering to me at this point. <laughs> and so... Oh, my God. He's like, <sighs> you guys, I'm going to get so worked up. Because I still... It's been, like, 24 hours, and I still can't believe this story. And so then he just starts telling me about all the iPhones, like, in full detail. And I'm, like, listening politely. Because, like, overall, I'm actually, at this point, I'm, like, in a really good mood. Because I had a really good work day. Every all of my like upper management like were in an email thread with me saying like how great of a worker I am. No. So, like one of my upper managers even sent me like a private message at the end of the day saying like you're like incredible, blah blah blah. So I was like, yeah. I like, love that. Yeah. So I like Leonardo DiCaprio skipped over to the Verizon store, <laughs> and so I'm like polite and like I'm patient and I'm understanding because I'm like cool I'm not just and I'm just like happy that I'm checking this off my to-do list yeah he's like telling me about the iPhones and I'm like listening and I'm like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." but it's like yeah just because I don't want the iPhone 10 doesn't mean I don't know anything about the iPhone 10 like I'm 27 like I know (laughs) I know about the iPhone (laughs) but I was like okay yeah for sure I was like so yeah like I said would get an iPhone 6 again, but I'm willing to upgrade to an iPhone 7. Um, and then he just... I don't even know, like, how to condense the story, but he, like, 
so like on the floor they only had the iPhone 10s out and so then he just starts going into detail about the iPhone 7 and 8 and I was like okay word like I get it like for sure I'm feeling an iPhone 7 and then he starts like telling me he was like that like it's a stupid decision and it's a waste of money and why would I buy the iPhone 7 if it's already three years old and I was like, well, I bought the iPhone 6 when it was, like, almost three years old, and, like, it, I, I was fine with it. I was like, like I said, like, I don't really care about the te- technology. Like, if I could have a flip phone or a landline, like, I would. And then he was, like, going into detail again, I'm going to try to condense the story. I know I keep saying that, but, you guys, I need you to understand how insane I'm stressed. <laughs> I asked him in the course of these 30 minutes, probably – four separate times to go to the back because I asked I was like okay can I see the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 8 I asked four (coughs) separate times to see the phone you know because you like to see the phone you're buying before you buy it and every single time he won it he literally (laughs) never once brought out the phones for me to look at and he kept going in circles because I'd be like, okay, well, like, I'm, I'm interested. Like, I'll, I'm willing to, like, upgrade. Like, I'd like to see in comparison, like, the 7 and the 8 to the 6. Like, I just want to see, you know. I feel like that's a normal thing. And he never went and got the phones. He wouldn't go get them. He'd be like, you don't need to see them. They look exactly like your phone. And I was like, okay, but, like, they don't, though, because, like, they don't have, like, the headphone jack and like the eight and does like wireless charging so like they don't look exactly like my phone and it and then he would like circle around again tell me how stupid the decision would be if i bought an iphone 7 and i'd be like and then he would always end with but it's your choice and i'd be like okay well can i just see like the phone and he then he would say it again like you don't you don't need to see the phone it looks like your phone what you want me to come bring it out it's your phone in a box and I can't. Okay. No, I'm. <laughs> this went on like multiple times. Like I said, I've probably asked him four separate times to just bring the phones up that I could see. And he kept telling me like that it was stupid. Like he just kept going in circles, telling me it was stupid to buy a phone that was already three years old. Like why upgrade to a three-year-old phone when I could upgrade to the newest phone? And I kept telling him like, well, I already did that with this phone, and it's fine. And then at one point he even told me, like, well, if you don't want an upgrade, then you should just go to Apple and they can help you. They can fix your speaker and give you a new battery. And I was like, well, no, like, I want a new phone, though, because, like, my phone's three years old. So, like, I just kind of want a new phone. And then he'd be like, well, then you don't need to buy a three-year-old phone. (laughs) And, And then he would always be like, but it's your choice. And then at one point I said okay, but I feel like it's not my choice because you literally haven't brought out the phones for me to see. So, like, I don't feel like you're giving me a choice here because, like, I'm trying to buy the iPhone 7 and you, like, literally will not bring it out to me. And then, then, he takes out his phone and takes off the cover and goes, here, this is an iPhone 7. This boy had an iPhone 7. As his He's personal- so mad about it. He's so mad. He's so embarrassed that he had an iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I was like, I literally asked him, I was like, so if you think this phone is so terrible, 
why do you have an iPhone 7? And he I said, mean, he works at Verizon. And he has to have some type of discount on, like, nicer phones, right? 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 Maybe. I, like, I don't know. Because my phone's only three years old. I got it when they came out, and I have 128 gigs of memory, so I don't need an upgrade. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he was like, you only have 32 gigs of memory, and you've already used 26 of those gigs. So, I mean, I'm just saying... I think he was like, okay, well, we'll get to that. Because I think he was wanting me to say, fine, I'll just get the iPhone 8. Um, and I, he was like, so you probably have a lot of memory problems, huh? And I was like, no, like, I don't. Like, I even pay, like, an extra $2 every month for extra storage. Mm. So, like, I don't have these issues. And then he was like, like, iCloud storage? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, when you delete things off your phone, it deletes it off your iCloud. And I was like... Okay, that's if you don't do the iCloud backup, and, like, I do the iCloud backup, and he was like, yeah, yeah. it deletes it, and I was like, well, I log into my iCloud literally every Wednesday for this fucking podcast, so, like, I see everything that's in oh, there, true. in there, mm-hmm. and he was like, well, I'm just saying, do you take pictures on your phone, and I was like, yeah, I take a ton of fucking pictures on my phone, I'm being nice, you guys, I'm just expressing my anger now, but to him, I was being really nice. And I was like, yeah, I take a ton of pictures. I don't really have any memory issues. And, like, I've only used 26 gigs of memory, and I've had the phone for three years. So 32 gigs of memory works just fine for me. And then he got his manager. I did not ask to speak to the manager because I was, like, I was just along for the ride waiting for him to finally just cave and just bring up the fucking phone. So then he gets his manager, and his manager comes over to tell me that it's a stupid decision to buy the iPhone 7 because in three years, the iPhone 7 will be obsolete because Apple will make sure that none of the apps work with the iPhone 7. (sighs) And I was like, okay, well, like, the iPhone 6 is, like, five years old, and I have no issues now. And he was like, well, yeah, but this is, like, in the future. And I was like, okay, well, then I would just have another phone by then because that's three years from now. Yeah. You see, like, upgrade their phones, like, every two to three years. And so then his manager, like, walks away, and the guy just, like, starts texting and turns his back towards me, kind of. And then I'm just, like, silently standing there, just, like, looking, like, what just happened? And after a few minutes, I was just like, uh, (laughs) okay. I guess, thank you for your time. He goes, yep. And then I just left because he clearly wouldn't sell me the fucking iPhone 7. Dude, I'm so weirded out by this whole interaction. And this guy clearly had his, like, I don't know. What was his problem, you think? I truly have no fucking clue. Like, I went to the grocery store afterwards and I was just like walking down the aisles like in a daze of like what <laughs> the fuck just happened like why yeah. would the like homie like not let me buy the fucking iPhone 7 at the Verizon store like I'm so confused and his manager even like made a point to be like you know we don't make commission off these he's just giving you the best info but it's like well then what's the fucking problem then then bring out the fucking iPhone so That's then, wild. I like, and you guys, I know you're here for pop culture, but listen, I have to let you guys know the trials I go through for this fucking podcast. Because the only reason I was going to upgrade, because like, I don't give a shit if I can't hear phone calls. I always have my headphones on me. Like, it's annoying, but it's like not 
enough to, for me to care. But I literally am only upgrading my phone to make the podcast quality better. So then, um, I like go home. We admire I, your um determination. Thank you guys so much. I honestly do so much for you guys. No one sent me a Mother's Day card, but I'll let it go. Um, and so then I go home and I was like, okay, well, let me just go to fucking Verizon.com and like see what the fuck is up. Cause I was like, I think I can just buy a phone off there and like ship it to store. Cause I don't want to buy a phone and ship it to my apartment because I'm like never here. And so whatever. So then I was like, I think I can buy it and then just pick it up in the store. So I can. So then I was like, okay, motherfucker, like I'm just going to buy the iPhone 7 and then Leonardo DiCaprio skip into the store tomorrow and be like, I'm here for my fucking iPhone 7. (laughs) And so then I like go to get the iPhone 7 from the only downtown Seattle store. You guys, people always think that Seattle has like all this stuff, but Seattle is like a small town in the middle of nowhere that just happens to be a city. There's one downtown Verizon. Um, And so there i like went to go buy the phone so i could pick it up at the store tomorrow so i could have it ready for this fucking podcast and the gag is that that store is sold out of iphone 7 and i feel like that's why he wouldn't go get it because he knew that there was no iphone 7 and i feel like that's why he was pushing so hard for the iphone 8 because he was like listen bitch we don't have it Okay, but that's literally the weirdest thing ever that he couldn't just be like, we're sold out, (laughs) but let me show you the eight. Exactly. And here's the thing. Like, I was, like, set on getting the iPhone 7. However, and this is for anybody who does sales. I don't do sales, but I'm just saying as a consumer, if he had brought the 7 and 8 out at the same time, even though I kept saying 777, I probably would have just bought the 8. Yeah. He yeah, literally yeah. wouldn't yeah, yeah. go get it. And if he was like, hey, we're yeah, no, this... sevens. Let me go get the eight for you. It's like almost the same exact thing. You can tell me if you like it. If you don't, you can just buy the phone online and get it shipped to a different store. But he, like, he literally wouldn't go get it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. And I don't think we ever will. And so then, then my night doesn't end there. So then, yeah, from there, I went to the grocery store, and if anybody knows me, you know I fucking hate grocery shopping. It's, like, my absolute thing. Like, every time I go grocery shopping, I literally have to go stand in a corner while I'm there and just, like, breathe for a second because I hate grocery shopping so much. So I, like, went grocery shopping, and then afterwards, I, like, came home, and my, my internet bill is always due on the 14th. Last month, you guys, I'm trying to wrap up this story. I know you don't care. Last month, my internet bill was $30 more than usual and I was like what the fuck and so like I was like online chatting with them and they were like oh your contract ended so you don't get the special price anymore and I was like okay and I was like yeah no one told me so word and then the guy was like okay well you can we can get it down to an extra $10 a month you'll just have to sign another year contract and I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. And then he was like, okay, cool, and then we'll prorate this month's bill. And I was like, tight. And I took screenshots of the conversation because I don't trust these people. and <laughs> Or, like, any interaction like that, like, I always take screenshots or, like, reference numbers because I'm like, this shit always gets fucked up. 
And so they didn't prorate my April bill, but I let it slide because I was like, you know what? Maybe it'll show up on May's bill. Like May's bill will be even less than usual because I paid extra in April. Mm-hmm. So I get home from the grocery store and I like log in to pay my little internet bill so that I can connect to Wi-Fi so I can do this fucking podcast for you guys. Mm-hmm. And my internet bill is still $30 more. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I had to go online and do like the online chat with them. And the girl was like, oh, I have no evidence showing that you signed a new contract. And I was like, oh, really? Because I literally have the screenshots for it. Happy to send them over. And then she was like, okay, what I'm going to do for you, I'm going to actually give you the new, the new customer price, the one that you originally had. So now your, your internet price will stay the same. It won't be $20 more, $10 more, $30 more. It'll be the same that you've had it for the past like two years. Mm-hmm. And they put a credit on your account. So yeah. shout out to my girl, Jaja Lynn from Xfinity. But <laughs> that was my whole night. That's why I like couldn't watch The Bachelorette. That's why I didn't take any notes because I was like trying to fix the structure in which this podcast runs. <gasps> Man, that's what you get for trying. Yeah, shit. So long story short the sound quality still sucks but you guys next Wednesday it will be better I was going to go to the Verizon store today and just be like listen fuckers give me the fucking phone and here's my credit card but it was like pouring rain and I like needed to make dinner so I was like fuck it and I was like then I have to set up a whole new phone before the podcast so I was like you know what next Wednesday is the day mark in your fucking calendars Next Wednesday is the day that this podcast has normal sound quality. Quality, quality, quality. Oh, oh God, I'm overwhelmed now. Same. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's me. I just want to let you guys know I'm aware the sound sucks. I'm trying to fix it. Fucking, I don't know his name at Verizon is anti this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, after all that, you don't even know his name to, like, complain. I don't. Via podcast. I don't know he, like, never fully turned and looked at me. <laughs> he definitely doesn't even work there. <laughs> you know, if he didn't get his manager, Benjamin, I would believe it. And, like, you know what pisses me off the most is that the manager, Benjamin, was, like, very hot and very my type, but now I feel a distrust. And it's like, I already don't trust men, but now Benjamin's really broken down that barrier. Oh man. Poor Ben. <sighs> Fuck you, Ben. Anyways, let's get into the goss. You guys are ready yeah. for it. For anybody, the five people that stuck around for that fucking story, here's the motherfucking goss. So, remember a few weeks ago, let me just actually make a noise. Beep, boop, bop, boop, gossip time. Boop, boop, bop, beep, gossip time. That's for everyone who's skipping. Um, remember a few weeks ago when we were like, Britney Spears is in the mental hospital. Did her dad put her there? No, her dad didn't put her there. Maybe her dad put her there. No, her dad didn't put her there. And we settled on, no, her dad didn't put her there because then she released an Instagram video being like, you guys, I love my dad. You didn't put me in here. I'm doing fine. Turns out her dad put her in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 
I know. I haven't really processed this yet because I'm sad about it. Me and too. The next news is even sadder if you want to get into that. Well, let me talk about the dad shit. So Ugh. when she released that little Instagram video being like, hey, y'all, I'm doing good. Um, She was still in the mental hospital. So Wait, what? Remember when she released that little video? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On Instagram. It was, like, on Easter or some shit. Yeah. Um, she was still in the mental hospital at that time, and so she was like, no, like, my my dad didn't put me in here, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's out of the mental hospital, and she's like, yeah, he fucking did put me in here. And um, she was in, she, like, went to court for it this past week. Right. Trying to get out of her dad being the sole person over her. That word that I don't, can never remember. Conservatorship? Conservatorship. Yeah, okay. That means he, like, pretty much, like, as, it's as if she's, like, an underage child and he has, like, control over her, but she's, like, a grown woman. Um, yeah. And so he had it in he's had it for like 12 years because in 2007 when she had like her mental breakdown that was like something that happened was that she was placed under control by her dad but like in a healthy way so that she like didn't kill herself yeah Um, but now it's been 12 years and she's still under his control and he's apparently made her go to the mental hospital Mm -hmm. against her well wishes and so Mm -hmm. she's trying to get under her out of under her dad's control um, and I guess even her mom's lawyer was there saying, like, yeah, her dad has put her in there. However, like, the the reports are true that her meds stopped working. So at the same time, like, I feel bad that she was forced in there. But at the same time, I'm like, but was it in her best interest? Because it's like, well, if she the, her meds stopped working and she was, like, being crazy again. Cra- I don't want to say crazy. Mentally unstable. Again, right. Then it's like, well, maybe, like, should she have been in there? for her own well-being like you know what I mean like it's just such a thin line and it's like if someone's like being mentally unstable of course they're going to be like I don't want my dad making these decisions for me I want to make my own decisions whether they're good decisions or not yeah um yeah I think that she clearly was in a position that she needed help and might not have been in the position to get herself the help you know that's kind of how I feel, too, but then I don't want to say that if her dad is abusing his power. However, he has had this for 12 years, and I don't feel like he's abused his power so far. Yeah, I feel like everything, like, I mean, really, for the most part, for the last 12 years, everything has been pretty stable. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say, like, whether she's right or wrong. I mean... Because it has been shown that she, you know, can go off the deep end and she uh-huh. medications and like multiple people have confirmed that her medications stopped working. And so it's like, well, yeah, maybe she did need to go to a mental hospital. Also, under the rules of the conservatorship, he isn't allowed to force her to go to a hospital. But like, but you know, like if someone's like threatening you or saying like, I'll take this away from you or whatever, then it's like, well... That's still being forceful about it. So I don't know. I don't want to say that like he forced her against her will and she was like held captive or whatever. Because it's like, well, maybe she did need it and she just doesn't understand because she is off her meds. 
But at the same time, it's like, but what if she didn't? I don't know, you guys. Ugh. Megan? You guys, we've lost Megan. We've lost Megan. Like, Brittany's lost her conservatorship. Please stand by. Megan is sending in reports just now. I got put on hold and I can't come back. Well, it looks like it's just me and this podcast for now. Just kidding, you guys. I'm going to grab Megan. Okay, now we're live on oh. scene with Megan. Jeez, sorry about that. I hope you weren't going off for too long. No, I wasn't. Um, we're just talking about, we just don't know if it's a good idea if she was forced into mental health hospital or not. I know. I really just hope that she gets better or she gets the help that she needs. You know what? Like, if in any case, that's all that really matters. Exactly. Um, and it wasn't like she was, like, there for years and no one knew. She was, it was just 30 days. So, I mean, that's right. a long time. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, she's still, she's out now, right? Yeah, she's out now. Okay, uh, so then we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. But she's still under conservatorship. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Well, it's all, it's very confusing. <laughs> I know, I know, and it's like her mom doesn't think that she should be under conservatorship, but however, her parents are divorced, so it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you don't know if her mom is just, I don't know, I don't want to say anything bad, but you you just never know if she wants her separated from her dad for whatever reason. Exactly. Um, And then reports came out from today from Britney Spears' longtime manager, He's managed her for forever. His name's Larry Rudolph. He <laughs> says, and I'll just read the quote. Um, As the person who guides her career, based on the information I and all the professionals who work with her are being told on a need-to-know basis, from what, that I, from what I have gathered, it's clear to me that she should not be going back to do this Vegas residency. Not in the near future and possibly never again. I mean, this is just a devastating blow. Yep. Uh, He says, it was the perfect storm. We had to pull her show because her meds stopped working and she was distraught of her, her dad's illness. Last summer when she wanted to do the tour, she called me every day. She's excited. She hasn't called me in months. Crickets. Clearly she doesn't want to perform now. I don't want her to work again until she's ready, physically, mentally, and passionately. If that time comes again, it will. If that time comes again, it will never come again. I have no desire or ability to make her work again. I'm only here for her when she wants to work. And if she ever does want to work again, I'm here to tell her if it's a good idea or a bad idea. I mean, totally valid statement, and I appreciate that he just wants her well-being and wants her to be in it and doesn't want to force her to do anything and yada yada because it is really about her it's about no one else even though her fans me would be very sad they didn't have an opportunity to ever see her perform again but she's just got to do what she's got to do 
Yeah, I respect her manager because clearly he makes like buku bucks off of her when she does perform. So I respect yeah. him for saying like it's up to her, and I'm not going to push her to do anything. Like I just want her to get better. Right. Agreed. And I mean, like even if this is the end of her career, like if Britney Spears is going to retire, girl had a good run. Yeah, I mean, she's been doing this for like almost twenty years, being like the queen of pop, like. You know, she's almost 40. Yeah, so now is the time where she's going to, like, take her time off. And then she'll come back in, like, 20 years and do her, like, share tours. (laughs) God willing. Oh, my God. I would love that. I know. The same. Britney Spears is an icon. And it's crazy to me that her career has lasted this long. Not because, like... It's not that crazy to me because it's like, well, clearly she's like the best there is. But like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, I've grown up my whole life with this one person whose career has never really taken like a backseat. Yeah, um, literally our whole life. Yeah, even through her um, 2000s phase, 2007 phase. I know. She was like the first artist, like pop artist that like really blew up like she did. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the first person in the 90s that like really blew up in like the the teen pop culture yeah she's just iconic and it is actually crazy that there is one person whose career has withstood all this time just because they're that talented and like truly the best at what they do i mean yes that's happened to a lot of pop stars over the years but this is our version of that like our generation yeah uh she's so cool i saw her live one time it was like 2011 and it was her Femme Fatale tour. And Ooh, I've only seen her live once, too. It was incredible. And guess who opened for her? Who? Nicki Minaj. Shut up. Ew. <laughs> I know. That's, but that's, like, when I used to be a huge Nicki Minaj stan. Like, my face. Back when Nicki was actually cool, though. Yeah. My Facebook religion still says Minajism. Because I used to fucking oh my love... God. Wow. <laughs> I used to love Nicki Minaj. And so when I saw that she was opening for Britney Spears, I was like, I have to fucking go to the show. And it was incredible. I'm sure. That, yeah. Like I said, that's when back, back when Nicki Minaj was all like cool and quirky and like not hateful and mean. <laughs> yeah. The psycho who dates a pedophile rapist. Um, But speaking of pop culture queens, one of my favorite pop culture queens ever, the person who invented personal branding and like selfies. I'm obsessed with her, love her to death. Paris Hilton, my girl, has a new song out called My Best Friend's Ass, starring her real life best friend, Kim Kardashian. There's a music video. Her and Kim Kardashian have been best friends for years, and they're in the music video together. And yeah, honestly, something. I mean, the song is something. Honestly, I haven't watched the music video yet, but the song is something. It bops, okay? Yeah, and I, I mean that in a good way. Like, it's a song that you just, like, rip shots to before going to the club. I was going to it... say, it's, it's the song that you, like, when you are getting ready with your girls and you guys are, like, taking shots together, but also, like, putting on your eyebrows. It's, like, yeah. playing... <laughs> Is it is it good for much else besides that? I don't know, but I don't think it's not meant to be, and I respect that. 
Stars Are Blind is like one of the best songs ever, and honestly, it's very underrated. Paris Hilton is a good musician. Um, yeah, I still love Stars Are Blind. Like that's a great song. But this my best friend's ass one. It's it's meant to be like the party bop, and that's it. But that's okay. Yeah, and I fucking love it. I love Paris Hilton. I think she's fucking iconic. Um, and something else that I love about her is that she gives us all the tea. Speaking of 2007, she gives us all the tea about Lindsay Lohan from 2007 when they were like enemies. And she's telling us all of it lately. And she brought it up again this week on Watch What, Watch what Happens Live. Oh, she was um, on Watch What Happens? I haven't watched yet. Yeah. And she had to play a game where she had to say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan. Or like one nice thing or something like that. Uh-huh. And she said she's beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so shady. Yeah. And then Andy was like, that's very nice of you. And then she followed up with that she's lame and embarrassing. <laughs> and I, I can't wait to watch. Live for this 2007 drama still happening. That was like the best time in pop culture, and I truly wish I could have had this po- or this podcast back then when things were like fun. Like that's the kind of pop culture I'm obsessed with. Like Paris Hilton calling Lindsay Lohan lame and embarrassing. <laughs> Nowadays it's just too crazy and dramatic, but that shit is my life. Yeah, the good and old days. I feel like no one's as shady anymore. Like on out in public, you know what I mean? Well, it's probably because there's like so many like like social media platforms where these people's crazy fans can come after you but yeah and now people say like one thing and it's not like they say one thing in an interview and that's it it's like you say one thing in an interview and it's everywhere not that like the internet wasn't a thing back in 2007 but like not to this extent of people like having full reign to the internet to say whatever the fuck they want well literally the only social media platform was myspace and like no one's reading about celebrity gossip on myspace Good point. Um, and then speaking of Kim Kardashian, she had her fourth baby this week, obviously via surrogate. But the fourth Kardashian West has been born. It is a baby boy, but we still do not have a picture or a name for him. Who the fuck knows when she's going to show it or tell us? I know. I was super excited because, like, I personally think it's smart to, like, I mean, whatever. Obviously, they know. But if you want to keep the buzz going, like, have the baby, announce that, and then, like, a few days later, announce a name, and then a few days later, announce a picture. Like, that'll keep people talking about it, but now, no, I don't care anymore. (laughs) I'm bored. Me too. And plus, it's like, it's your fourth kid. Like, who cares? And I'm saying that as the fourth born. Did you watch the Ellen interview with Chris? Yes, I did, where she brought and all the babies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually when they that's actually when they told Chris that Kim's surrogate was in labor. And that was actually so precious. Those kids are so cute. Yeah. All the Kardashian kids are precious and like very cute. And like I don't like kids and I think all the kids are so cute. There's one that I'm like not I not the, I feel weird because I'm talking like about a baby. But there's, like, one kid that I don't really, like, care about. Which one? You guys. <laughs> Say it. Dream. 
I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, Dream wasn't even on Ellen. No. Um, but no, those kids are all so precious, and they seem they seem kind of sweet. <laughs> they all seem very sweet. So, and I think Chicago, Kim's third baby by via surrogate. Um, I think she's the a cutest kid. kid I've ever seen in my life. She's <laughs> fucking beautiful. It's like crazy. Yeah. How is a baby this pretty? Yeah, I think North is gorge too, and I think that Pen- I think that Penelope's like the cutest little girl ever. Oh my god! And Rain, especially when he has his little bun, so cute. I know. I know. Rain was just like going wild on this Ellen show. I was like, "Who is Rain?" I feel like Rain's never on camera or like speaks or does anything, but he was just like, "Okay, Ellen, my time to shine," and he really went for it. Well, he's on the latest seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians because he was always like, I love you, Daddy. <laughs> like, oh, I'm behind. I'm behind on that. Um, but yeah, if anyone loves the kids, you should YouTube that Ellen segment because it's so cute. Yeah, I fucking die. So, and so Kim has said that um, the baby looks a lot like Chicago. So it'll be a fun, oh, yeah, yeah. beautiful baby. I'm sure. What do you think? What do you think? What? What do you think the name will be? Um, I don't know. I saw some like rumblings about what it could be. I don't know. Cause you know, like Kim posted like a teddy bear emoji with it, so now people think that like she's naming it bear or like cub. Honestly, I could see it be cub or some shit like that. Oh, like Chicago Cub. <laughs> well, like Cub is in like a little bear cub, and yes, Cubs as in Chicago Cubs. I don't know. What if it's Cub and I just guessed it right? I mean, like obviously I didn't make that up. The internet did. I'm sticking with it. But what if it is? Bless. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I hope it's not Cub. But I don't know. What do you think? You? What's your theory? Well, she did say that she liked the name Robert, like, after her dad, obviously, but there's obviously already Rob, so I don't think she would name him Robert, but there is, because she went and saw this, like, healer when they were in wherever the fuck they went. Sorry, I can't remember. Oh, Uh, yeah. Whatever that country is that starts with a B. You guys, I've had a week, okay? Um, They went and saw a healer, and the healer said, like, your fourth baby will be reincarnation of your dad. So there is an Armenian word, and I think it's pronounced Harut, and it means reincarnation. And at her baby shower, you know, they have like, write your name on the board, or like what you think it should be. And someone wrote that, and she like took a picture of it. Oh, interesting. I kind of like, I like an Armenian name, and I like that it means reincarnation. I like that, too. I could see her doing that. I could see her doing that for sure. I'd be okay with it. Better than Cub. Um, Yeah, I'm intrigued. I wonder when we're going to find out. They're really making us wait for it, huh? Yeah, I'm pissed. But they made us wait for Chicago, too. It wasn't, like, right away. Well, because they didn't name her right away. I mean, geez, it's already been like a week. JK, it's been like literally four days. That's a long no, time. No, it's been a week. No, it's been a week. It's been a week. Name your fucking baby and show us a goddamn picture already. 
Um, but cool. I'm happy for her. I mean, the, her kids are cute. Yeah. What so cute. Um, and in the Kardashian clan, Kylie Jenner, my God, if she came out with a new line <laughs> of skincare, it's called Kylie Skin. And there's like moisturizers, eye creams, toners, facial scrubs, masks. You know, a bitch is going to try it. I'll give you guys the reviews. You guys don't even want to know how many lip kits I have and a Kylie Jenner calendar. Um, so I'll try it and I'll tell you guys what the fuck is up. I want to try the toner because it's called Vanilla Milk and she says it smells like vanilla. Yeah, that sounds tasty. Yeah. And I love the um, Yeah, I think it's interesting. I love that it's like it's a clean brand, so like it's vegan, cruelty free, uh, paraben and sulfate free, all that good stuff. I like that. I like that the price points are very reasonable for like very her market. Reasonable. Yeah, I appreciate that. Unlike some other Kardashians that have no respect for reasonable price points. Oh, who are you talking about? Is there a certain trash can you wanted to bring up? No! Courtney <laughs> Kardashian's $14,000 trash can? $1,400. $1,400. If it was $14,000, I would light myself on fire. Courtney Kardashian's $100,000 trash can. <laughs> the price is going up. <laughs> Where are the matches? <laughs> oh, you um, need $1,000 matches. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm cool. I'm cool with this. I'd be intrigued to hear what it's like, but I'm not about switching up my skincare products because that just switches everything up. So I need someone else to try it and let me know how it is. So please yeah, do. I, if I wasn't as obsessed with Kylie Jenner as I am, I would not try it just because I'm like with Megan and like most people, you don't like switching up your skincare because it's a grueling process, but you know, that's my girl. So, you know, I got to buy um so I'll buy it but yeah skincare is tricky I'm kind of shocked that she went in this direction and I know that like she said that like oh skincare and makeup kind of go hand in hand but like also they really don't like I feel like there are very few rare brands that do skincare and makeup equally well yeah I don't think a lot of brands have it down however I do think that they go hand in hand but you're right I don't think any brands really have it like that yeah um what do you think of people freaking out over her walnut exfoliant? So, yes, this was the next of my notes. So, she her face scrub is a walnut exfoliant, which is, like, first of all, a lot of people have nut allergies. <laughs> so, I feel like True. that was the best consumer product to put out there. But also, a lot of people are saying that it's a ripoff of the St. Ives apricot scrub, which is, like, also, shout out to the 90s. That was, like, all the hit 90s, early 2000s. Every bitch had an apricot scrub in her shower. But now that we're older and yeah. wiser and more money has gone into the beauty and skin care um, industries, mm-hmm. we know that those scrubs are terrible for your skin because they leave micro abrasions on your skin that do damage over time. Um, and so people are like, bitch, why are you selling this? And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I don't hate on St. Ives scrub. I know it's bad for your skin. I don't use it, 
but like if I'm staying somewhere and they have it in their shower, yeah, I, I get the dead skin cells off my fucking face. Yes, but, fuck it. Because like I do like scrubs. I know they're bad for your skin. I know they like make miniature cuts in your skin, whatever. So I mean, I'm not gonna buy it, and it does kind of bring down the rest of the brand. Because it's like, well, but it's like the thing about skincare is though it's so tricky because it's like things work for different people. Well, and it's also just it also just makes me think that like, why did they go in this direction? Like, she obviously has a team of smart, capable, knowledgeable people who are familiar with the trends and things in the industry, like beauty industry. So, like, how did it? How did this get approved? <laughs> Like, did, I know. why did like who who was pushing for this that hard that they were willing to deal deal with all this backlash, where they could have easily just done a different type of cleanser? I know. No, I'm I'm I I completely get it. I don't get why they did it. It's like a really outdated product, and people are very wise in the ways of skincare these days. Like just plebeians, like me and Megan. Like everyone just knows about good skincare these days because it's just like a big deal for people, which it should yeah. be. Um, also, also with that said, I am no esthetician or dermatologist. I'm just kind of like a random skincare enthusiast. So I'm sure that there's some type of reasoning behind this. I hope we get to hear it. And I was, as I was reading around, you know, I found like if it's ground up into a certain powder, then it's not a problem, of course. So I think it's all just kind of like TBD. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I don't know if I'll try it or not, but I'm definitely going to get that motherfucking milk toner. Yeah. Long story short, I'm sure it is the way that it is because I'm sure a ton of thought went into this brand and I'm intrigued. Of course, the packaging is all just light pink. Yeah. <laughs> pink chic. Pink chic, y'all. <laughs> um, and the price range is like, it, nothing's over $30. So it's really good pricing, which I was surprised yeah, which is so shocking. I'm gonna like in a good way. Yeah. So, anyways, this sponsorship has been paid for by Kylie Cosmetics. Just kidding, bitch. I would <laughs> die. It's oh my god, I wish. Sponsor this podcast or even acknowledge my fucking existence. Every time that I tweeted at them showing my products, they never fucking retweet me, and it pisses me off. <sighs> I have some demons. Um, but. Speaking of the makeup industry, and Megan, I know you don't watch YouTube, but that's why okay. I will say that I'm fully caught up and well-versed in this drama because, no, I don't really give a shit about YouTube, but like I said, I dabble in the skincare and beauty industry from time to time, so this was interesting to me, and I'm just not, plot twist, of course, we're talking about James Charles, and I'm just not a James Charles fan at all, so I was into this. So I'm a big per- person who's like enthusiastic about YouTube. Like I spend a lot of my time just watching YouTube videos. I think YouTube has bad reputation and I don't know why. Cause uh, personally I think it's like very entertaining and like, it's nice to see just normal people creating their own entertainment and like content. So I'm a huge YouTube person. So I've followed these, both of these people's careers for a long time. I'm sure everyone has heard about the drama between James Charles and Tati Westbrook. Shout out to Seattle. Tati got her start in Seattle. She's from Seattle, and she used to be a makeup artist at the downtown Nordstrom. Hollaback. Oh, cool. Um, 
and she still lives here part-time. Um, so Tati and James have been friends for a very long time. They're big, huge makeup gurus in the beauty community. And the beauty community is fucking wild. Listen, there's drama every fucking day in the beauty community, and it's fucking ruthless. True. I I have pity for people in the beauty community because it's insane. Shit's going down in that community all the fucking time on YouTube. It's out of this world. Um, And so they have been friends for a really long time. Tati's an older beauty guru. She's 37, and I know that's not old, but that's older in the beauty guru world. And James is a younger beauty guru. He's only 19, but he got his start when he was 16. Um, He was the first boy to be a cover girl, and he was, like, on Ellen and everything. And he got his start while he was still in high school. He was the largest followed beauty beauty guru on YouTube. He had over 16 million subscribers on YouTube. I mean, everyone knows who he is. But Tati helped him in the beginning of his career. She was kind of like a mother to him helping him, like, guide through this wet, like this crazy community and, like, this crazy Hollywood life. She was always there for him. He did the makeup for her wedding. Like, they were close. They, like, had kind of, like, a mother-son bond. Like, she looked out for him. Her and her husband both looked out for him. Her husband works in contracts and would, like, look all over all of James's contracts before he signed them to make sure everything's fine. They petitioned for him to get, like, more money for contracts. Like, they've done a million things for him. Mm-hmm. So, last year, Tati came out with a skin and hair, like, vitamin line, like our sponsor, Sugar Bear Hair. Oh! <laughs> Listen, we have conflicting interests on this podcast. Um, <laughs> just kidding, you guys, we're still not sponsored by Sugar Bear Hair, but maybe we could be fucking sponsored by Halo. I'm actually sponsored by Halo. Morgan is actually sponsored by Sugar Bear, so it gets awkward. <laughs> I OD'd on the nighttime Sugar Bear hairs on Friday, and that's why I passed the fuck out of So, she came out with a, a similar line of, like, Sugar Bear hairs, but hers aren't gummies. They're, like, little capsules that you take, but they're for your, like, skin, nails, whatever, and she also has one for, like, like melatonin for, like, getting good sleep. And so does Sugar Bear Hair now. They also have, a, like, melatonin one for sleep. So, she came out with those last year, and she's been struggling to get this, like, heard this line off the ground. Because, Rocky, this is intense, and I know you have a lot of feelings, but you'll get your turn to talk. So, yeah. she's struggling to get it off the ground because when she came out with her product, Sugar Bear Hair then went... And to all of her beauty guru friends and like colleagues, and mm-hmm. offered to pay them like an exorbitant amount of money for them to promote Sugar Bear Hair so that they couldn't promote her product, Halo. Mm-hmm. And the, it caused a stir in the beauty community last year when all this was going down. Um, and they reached out to James Charles back then, and beauty guru and person who's always in troubled waters, Jeffree Star, and mm-hmm. both of them turned it down and said no Tati's our friend we're not going to do that we're not going to promote this other product we're going to promote Tati because she's our friend she's always been there for us and we want to see her succeed great cool everything's groovy (sighs) then we go to Coachella (laughs) weekend one are you guys still with me I was just going to say you're doing amazing sweetie thank you so much Chris Um, (laughs) then we head to Coachella weekend one of this year 
Wall at Coachella Weekend 1, James Charles uploaded an Instagram story promoting Sugar Bear Hair Nighttime Melatonin Vitamins. And it caused a lot of commotion because people were like, whoa, that's so shady. Tati's like your best friend and she has a, a product that competes with this and here you are promoting it on your Instagram during Coachella when you're like one of the people that everyone looks to at Coachella like Coachella's like the, a main weekend to promote stuff uh-huh. and he left it up for 24 hours on his Instagram story like he didn't delete it so he gets, uh-huh. he gets back to Coachella and he posts on his Instagram an apology to Tati saying I didn't get paid by Sugar Bear Hair. I didn't reach out for them for a sponsorship. What had happened was I was in um, the VIP section of Coachella, but I was, like, getting attacked. Not attacked, but, like, hounded by fans that I was just trying to enjoy my weekend. Sugar Bear Hair reached out and said they had they had artist passes for me and my friends so that we could go to the artist pass section away from the fans so that I could enjoy my weekend in peace. So then, there's still drama, 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 but it's, like, not a big deal. It's kind of behind the scenes. It's kind of, like, in the YouTube beauty community that people are, like, deciding whether or not it's shady. But Tati, in the meanwhile, uploads an Instagram story where she's, like, sobbing to the camera, talking about how she feels like she has no friends in the beauty community, and people are disappointment, and people are backstabbers, blah, blah, blah. And so then people are, like, is this about James Charles? It's been, like, muttering around the YouTube verse for a few days. Like, is it about James Charles? Take us to, you guys, we're going to get through it, okay? Take us Still to doing great. This past Friday, the Friday where I OD'd on Sugar Bear Hair of Melatonin. <laughs> one of the last things I watched before I fell asleep was Tati's YouTube exposure video. It was 40. <laughs> Three minutes long, and I watched the entire thing, and it was "Bye, Sister," because James Charles' signature thing is "Hi, Sister," and so she titled it "Bye, Sister." And this bitch sat down for forty-three minutes and did a tell-all, honey. She. Oh, oh, I kind of like want to watch it, but I have just—I just haven't—I haven't yet. Do I want to? Oh, it was really good. Here's the thing: I've never been a fan of Tati. I've never not been a fan of her, but I yeah. think her style of beauty. Um, and I don't watch beauty videos that much anymore, but I used to. I don't really wear makeup that much anymore. But like a year ago or two years ago, I was like obsessed with beauty community because I love makeup. Right. But I just never could get into her videos because it's a it's a slower pace. It's for people who genuinely are like makeup artists, and that's like right. Not me. Um, yeah, I get it. So I wasn't not not a fan, but I was never like a fan of hers because I was just like, well, her video style like isn't for me. Um, so I wasn't planning on watching the whole thing, but bitch, I did, and it was good. Well, and, and I heard that she's just, like, very, I mean, I would assume so, because to be a YouTuber, you have, kind of have to be, like, well-spoken to just talk out of, well, what we're doing now. <laughs> but anyway, I hear that she's just, like, very well-spoken and engaging in it. Is that true? Yeah, she's very articulate. Um, Unlike 
ourselves. Uh, <laughs> and that's why we're sponsored by Sugar Bear Hair and not Halo. <laughs> um, and we're literally not even sponsored. Um, oh, because here's the, also the tea on my viewpoint. Because, like, when she released the crying on Instagram, I was like, Tati, you are 37 years old. You need to get it the fuck together. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. vitamins. Like, mm-hmm. pull it together. This is ridiculous. But then when I watched her video, I was like, oh, no. I was wrong. Yeah. So she exposed James for being a terrible person and a terrible friend. I'm obviously not going to go for 43 minutes into it. But she was saying that he completely changed. Like, fame and money has gotten the best of him. He's a terrible friend. He uh, obviously, like, made a deal with Sugar Bear Hair because, like, why would they randomly have reached out to him in the middle of Coachella? Like, hey, it looks like you're getting hounded by fans. Do you want VIP passes? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, clearly yeah. he had a deal with her. Um, or had a deal with them. Her. Her. <laughs> Sugar Bear Hair is actually a person. <laughs> First name Sugar, middle name Bear, last name Hair. <laughs> Bear West. Um... <laughs> He clearly, like, made a deal with them prior to this happening, or, like, reached out to them. And actually, it got exposed today by Nikita Dragon, another beauty guru person, showing that he asked Nikita to hook him up with her sugar bear hair person so that he could get security. So, like, he did. I mean, he did. He reached out, asked about sugar bear hair, knowing all well that Tachi, his best friend, who's helped him get to the point where he is, like has a product that is competing anyways yeah so like his story wasn't a total i saw that so like his story wasn't a total lie but like he's still kind of shady so like i you know i don't know he's shady it was shady but and like when i first was heard about all this i was like okay this is just like internet stuff being blown out of proportion like it's about fucking vitamins who the fuck cares like, we don't need to cancel someone for ending a friendship over vitamins. Like, we don't need to be on anyone's side in this. Like, it's between them. Yeah. But <laughs> she let us know. And he, like, has this ongoing joke that he loves straight boys and he loves hooking up with straight boys. Like, it's, like, his life mission to hook up with straight boys. She let us know that he is kind of a predator and I don't mean a pedophile there's a difference between being a predator and a pedophile which I guess a lot of teenagers on the internet don't understand but he's not a pedophile he's not into children but he's like a predator he's like he like preys on straight guys that he can like seduce and she says that he uses his fame and money to like threaten them and expose them and like out them if they like don't hook up with him which is yeah, vile, um, messy. It's vile. That's disgusting. And she said, him and Jeffrey Star came out here to Seattle in February to for her birthday, and she said that he was doing it to the waiter, and she in front of her family, and she asked him to stop, Ugh. and he said, "It doesn't matter. I'm famous." I mean, yes. Gross. Gross. Not okay. Not, Not okay. A, ever. And Tati says that. She says, I don't care if you're straight, gay, bi, man, woman. Like, no one deserves to be in that position where you're feeling threatened sexually. Like, no one ever deserves to be in that position. And I wholeheartedly agree. That is a position that you should never feel 
that you have to be in, that you feel like you have to do something sexually for someone, or they're going to threaten you. Or expose and there have you been other them. people that have come out since, like, supporting this claim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when it was all about vitamins, I was like, this is stupid. But then when she exposed all that, I was like, this is crazy. Um, and she also said that he posted that apology to her on his Instagram story. And she waited nine days before she said anything. And he never reached out to her, like, via phone call, via text. He, like, just posted the apology publicly on his oh, Instagram no, no, story, but then never apologized to her personally in private, and she said they, like, lived down the street from each other, and he still didn't even do that. Oh, oh, that's gross. I mean, I've always thought that he was just kind of, like, I've never been, like I said, I've never been a fan of him. I think he's, like, a prime example of he clearly is self-made and has become very successful, but I think he's kind of let it go to his head. He's very young, Maybe that's partly why that he got all this fame at such, like, a young age. And there's still a lot of maturing to do. But, like, you can't act this way. Like, you just can't. It's You're right. It's not about the vitamins. It's about, like, other questionable, like, things, like, morals as a human. And, like, you just can't act that way. Well, exactly. And if you're threatening to destroy someone if they don't hook up with you sexually, that's, like, low-key kind of rape. You know what I mean? Like, if they feel like yeah. they have oh, no choice. Yeah, so not okay. It's so not okay. And, um, and so... I feel like I keep saying that, and I don't know really what else to say besides that, because it's true. It's just it's, not. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. And she said um, that she was just, like, disgusted by that, and she, like, couldn't be friends with him anymore. And she told... she In the video, she, she says something to his mom where she says... Because his little brother lives with him, or lived with him, his little brother Ian. And so Tati also, like, took care of Ian, because they all lived out in L.A., and his parents live, their parents, James and Ian's parents, live in New York. And she said, you need to get off Instagram and take care of your sons. And I was like, oh, shit. Woo! Um, but Ian had recently moved back to New York. And this is important, because... Jeffree Star, listen, he is controversial, and he does a lot of things I disagree with, but the he is very good at spilling tea. I mean, yeah, he's messy, and I kind of love the messiness, but I also think that he's questionable at times, too. Yeah, and him and James used to be really close, but he's been really close with Tati for a really long time. Like I said, him, Jeffrey, and James came out here to Seattle for Tati's birthday in February. Um... <laughs> And Jeffrey has a boyfriend named Nathan, and Nathan's not involved in any of this at all. Nathan is, like, this small-town Michigan guy who's, like, very laid-back, very chill. He's, like, the sweetest person. He, like, does not look drama. He's, like, all about love all the time. And Jeffrey tweeted that he hasn't seen James since February because Nathan has banned James from coming over to their home. So who the fuck knows what happened? Some people think because Nathan also, you guys, I hope you're keeping up. Nathan, Jeffree Star's boyfriend, also has a little brother named Zach. And people are thinking that maybe James tried to do something with Zach and, like, made him feel pressured or, like, hook up with him. Oh, yeah. So. I'm so glad that you watched that video. 
like literally when all this stuff first came out, I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait until Morgan can tell me what's going on. <laughs> but then, of course, I got into it and sucked in. But I didn't watch the whole video. So I'm glad that you are just giving me the highlights, girl. It's what you're here for. And that's why we love you. That's what I'm here for. My only purpose for living. Um, <laughs> just kidding. That sounded so dark. My other purpose for living is sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair. <laughs> My other purpose for living is messy drama. Thank you, Jeffrey Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in the meantime, James Charles has lost over three million YouTube subscribers, making him now lower in subscribers than Jeffrey Star. And Jeffrey Star <laughs> has now reigned supreme of the most subscribers in the beauty community. And Tati has gained 3 million subscribers. That's crazy. That just like within a few hours, you can lose millions of people's attention. Millions. Yeah. And like, I don't agree with cancel culture. I think it's very, very disturbing and sick. And I think one day someone's literally going to kill themselves over this shit because it's so disturbing to see. Yeah, uh, no, you're totally right. Like, this, like, trending party, like, cash cancel shit. Like, it's it's a little, like, culty to me. You know, like, like it's, I, I just think like, of people, like, on the purge. Exactly. And I feel like people are trying to see if they can make these people kill themselves. And, like, I will say, like, when I, I thought it was over vitamins, I was like, this is fucking disturbing. And, like, this is why I hate the internet sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. For sure. Do, like cancel people over stupid shit like that yeah. where it's like you're ruining this person's life over something because you're a fan of someone else like that's sick like get a fucking life right i um, totally agree and like even with like the predator stuff i mean we don't know for sure what has happened and i'm not trying to stand up for any predator because i, I like i said i think it's very vile if that is what he's doing but like also let's keep in mind like we do not have that much information about it this person is 19 years old there's millions of people coming from him you can dislike him and not have to tell him to go kill himself like on his pages yeah for anybody (laughs) out there who's listening like yeah we can unfollow james charles we can not participate in viewing any of his stuff and making sure his career doesn't continue but that doesn't mean that you get to go and harass this person. hundred percent. Like just, I just don't get why people just can't just unfollow, just unfollow and move on with your life. Like the repercussions will happen on their own. Agree. As they are. Um, yeah, as they are. It's going (laughs) to sort itself out. I, you don't need millions of people telling you to kill yourself when you're already losing everything. And like I said, I don't feel like, I think what he's doing is vile and disgusting, and I I stand by that. But, like, like I said, it, the bricks will fall down on their own. We don't need people <laughs> coming in there being like, kill yourself, or, like, harassing his little brother or his mom. Like, just unfollow. It's not your business. It will all work out on its own. Do your homework instead. Um, <laughs> and then one last piece of drama before this podcast is over. I know this is a fucking long podcast today, but you know what? It's been juicy. Um, we're just going to touch base on the Janelle Evans sitch. Uh, so, like we said, David, her husband, killed their French bulldog in the woods. 
and then Janelle got fired from Teen Mom 2, but now CPS took two of Janelle's kids away. She has three kids, but in their home they have four kids, so they have um, her and David's kid together, whose name is um, Ensley, and she's a little baby. I think she's like two. And then Janelle has a baby from this other guy named Nathan, and that, their son's name is Kaiser, and he's like four. Did you remember when we thought that he was the worst? <laughs> oh my god, I know. Like I'd take Nathan back any day. Um, remember, remember his friend named Spider? Devil. <laughs> oh wait, but his name was Spider, right? Wait, didn't he answer? I just heard he answered the phone once. Sup, Devil, and we just like died, and we just no, referred yeah, to him. it was. He said sup, Devil, but the guy's name was Spider. Oh, okay. So his name was Spider, probably spelled with a Y, but he refers to him. He refers to him as Devil. Hey, Devil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bring back Nathan. Um, (laughs) Oh, God, I don't know. Bring back no one. Give these people a chance for life. (laughs) Um. So yeah, they. So then she has Kaiser with Nathan, and he's four. And then she has Jace, who's like nine, who got her on the show and 16 and pregnant. And mm-hmm. Jace is in custody of her grand or of her mom and has been since he's been born. And then Fabra. They, Fabra. And then they also have um, her husband, David's daughter from a different marriage that he is full custody of. And her name is Marissa. And I found out today that he fucking homeschools Marissa. She's 11. <gasps> he homeschools someone. How old is she? Eleven. <gasps> and he has sole custody. I am curious to know about her mother then in that case. I know. I wonder uh, I wonder if she's around. I I can't remember. They brought it up briefly when he was like first on the show and they were getting married, but I don't remember. Um so anyways, CPS came to her house and or not to her house, but they took away um kaiser and jace so kaiser's a two-year-old that she has with nathan and jace is her her first child they took him away so she they called kaiser's grandma and nathan's mom and told her to pick him up from daycare because janelle doesn't have custody over him right now and then she told they told barbara to go get jace because she can't see they janelle can't see her kids so she lost custody of two of her kids over this Ugh. dog situation, but now she still has Marissa, David's kid from another marriage, and their baby together, Ensley, who is like two, is still in the house. And apparently CPS doesn't want to take these kids away because they're scared about the repercussions from David since he clearly has temper issues and clearly has guns. And I'm like, yeah, but wow. like, it's the point to get kids out of this situation because he can't be trusted? Yeah, it's like, can't we get him to jail or something then? Like, it's kind of crazy that because of this guy, Janelle has lost her dog, a pet, and, well, I mean, that dog is dead, and has lost custody of, like, two kids. Like, she's losing things in her life that should mean so much to her, but she's still sticking with this guy. Like, what's, like, you could lose one guy who you, like, love, but instead you're choosing to lose, like, three, like, multiple things because of him. Exactly. Like, you're at risk of losing literally all of your children. You've already lost your dog. I mean, it's crazy. And then she even said, too, she was like, 
they took my kids without permission. They didn't even ask me. And it's like, that's literally the fucking point of CPS. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what do you, what does she think that they're going to do? Ask and she's going to say no. And they're going to be like, oh, okay. Exactly. Like, um, no, they're literally allowed to take your kids away without asking you if you're fucking acting a fool, which you are. Yeah, <sighs> this is, this story got way, believe it or not, I didn't think it could get more disturbing, but it got way more disturbing than I thought it could. I know. I know. It's insane. But honestly, I hope she doesn't regain custody of her children. Look, she's an unfit mother, and I, I know that's like a harsh thing to say, but it's true, and she's shown us multiple times throughout the years. We literally have footage of it <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ugh. And like that one time that she was like in the car with Jace, and she like got road rage, and then she like grabbed a gun and threatened to shoot that guy that she got road rage with, and her Jace is like in the car. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck, Janelle? So, honestly, I don't think that she should be able to be a mother at all. I hope these kids... I guess another reason why they haven't taken away the two daughters yet is because they're trying to find relatives that they could stay with because they don't want to just put them in foster care. Right. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I know. For the kids. 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 It's not about anyone else but the kids. And this is why you shouldn't just have children whenever you fucking want. You have to think of these things long term. Oh, my God. Just because you can have kids doesn't mean you should have kids. So, (laughs) I I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure we'll have another update next week. This was a story that I thought was just going to end after David shot the dog. Maybe I'd be like, Janelle got divorced. But, nope, it's the... It's the gossip that keeps on giving, unfortunately. I know. Um, and that's that. I guess I should have rewrote my notes better because I didn't want to end on a note quite like that. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. I mean, I will say, and I don't want to get into it now because I'm tired. Uh, we did both watch The Bachelorette. Yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear a quick overview of what you thought, and then I'll give you my quick overview. I know that me and Megan talked mad shit about Hannah the Beast B last season, and that's because I truly hated her on Colton season. However, I think on her own that she is a very genuine girl, and she seems very sweet, and I think I'll actually like this season because she seems very, I hate to be like, she seems quirky. She's not like other girls, but she seems very quirky and fun and, like, not willing to just go with the rules of The Bachelor. She seems like she'll do her own thing. Um... Also, I will say that the pictures of the men that they put out at first were fucking atrocious, mm-hmm. but in real life, on camera, the men are very handsome, and I think there's a good a lot of gems in there. I really like the guy who has a deaf family. He seems very cute. <laughs> um, did did and... you finish the episode? Yeah. Okay, well, he went home. Oh, he did? Listen, <laughs> every single person on the show looks exactly the same. You could be a different race from another guy, and I think you're the same person. I, know. I was like, uh, am I ruining this for you? But No, you're not. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. I'm, I, like I say, every season, I don't recognize names or faces until down to like the final ten. Um, 
Yeah, no, I know. And I I actually hadn't heard Morgan's thoughts on the season yet because I know that she just watched it. But I had texted her last night while I was watching it. And I'm like, all right, Hannah, like, like Team Beast, I'm here for it. She's doing fine. She's not perfect, but I think that's endearing. She's kind of like aware now of her quirks and weirdness and ability to like fumble over words and whatnot and it's endearing how she handles it I think and and I mean yeah you're right truly I don't know if they got a new photographer for these men's cast photos or what or if they just went to Sears but they're literally the most low budget thing I've ever seen and there are some real yeah there are some real winners in here she does have a solid handful of duds. I think more duds than usual. But I think she has at least like five. Trying to think of who I like. I don't know. Maybe like five really solid options that I can tell that she already has a connection with and that she's totally into. And honestly, that's probably all you, that's all you need. That's just going to make the rest of this easy because you probably won't have as hard of a time sending people home. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think you need more than five. I do think the guy that she gave the first impression rose to, Luke, he seems great. And he seems like he genuinely is into her. Oh, hell no. I think he's extremely problematic. What? Wow. And I'm shocked that you don't. I was also making tacos at the same time, so. Oh, no. you'll. Hit, I think Luke is going to be a huge problem this season. Oh, wait, because I saw the later thing where they said he had anger issues. Yeah, so that combined with him saying that Jesus appeared to him in the shower and told him oh, to I be a better man, it's a little much. I didn't hear that part. Okay, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> but she's also, like, very religious. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I think Luke is going to be one of those guys that she's going to totally be into, but he's going to be, like, the villain of the season. That's my prediction. Ah, well, I like, I like pilot, pilot, you know, the pilot. <laughs> yeah, he's cute. And I mean, a pilot, hello. Yeah, no, so you're right. And just to be clear, just because I think that she has a bunch of duds doesn't mean that she thinks she has a bunch of duds. I personally think that Luke guy is a dud and she's all about him. Yeah. I'll start paying more attention um, when there's less men there that are just seat fillers that are being paid to be there. John Paul Jones. Um, <laughs> like I say, every season, I don't, I cannot tell these men apart until like it's down to the final ten. Um, but I'm, I'm actually excited for this season. I was dreading it completely leading up to this point, but I'm actually excited now. I think it's going to be a good season, and I'm, I'm optimistic, and I'm hoping to say that I will be proved wrong, which so far I am. Yeah, yeah and the scenes for the season the scenes for the season looked lit. Yeah, when she's like I someone clearly told her like she's not going to heaven or something if because she already had sex and she was like, Yeah, I have had sex. And guess what? Jesus still loves me. And I was like, oh damn Dude, I think it's Luke. Oh really? Damn. I don't know. Luke just causes a lot of problems. I sense it. I like that. I like seeing the spear side of her because even on the first episode, one of the guys there, it was like discovered he still has a girlfriend and she like ripped into him and he was so immature and rude. I was like, girl, get 
seeing that you discovered this side of him right away because it's like his personality was not the shit. Yeah, but she was like really like strong in her like composure, you know? Yeah, and I love that. It wasn't like, well, you need to go home. She was like, you are going home now. Follow me out the door. Hurry. She was like, hurry. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable to watch. And that's the part that I saw. Because on Monday, I only tuned into like 10 or 15 minutes of it because I didn't have time to watch the whole thing. And that was the 10 or 15 minutes I saw. And that's when I texted you. And I was like, ooh, it's kind of good. And then at the end, when Chris Harrison is cleaning up the little packing peanuts and he's like, Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was like so played up, but I don't care. I loved it. Um, so I don't we me and Megan still haven't figured out how we're gonna do the bachelor this season. Cause pretty much we are already counting ourselves out of even watching it because we hated Hannah. But now that we're like on board, we'll have to talk about it afterwards and figure some shit out. But that's just a quick recap of the first episode. I mean, like I said, the first episode, you don't remember anybody's name or face. It doesn't matter. Um, so I guess I'll figure that out. But until next time, Megan, anything to add? Um, roll Tide. Roll <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't like the season that much. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's a big Bama fan now. Um, she'll be moving to Alabama. Actually, can I just say this? One last thing. Fuck Alabama right now. I know, I know, I know. Not Roll Tide. Keeping up with the politics, I wish I had ways for you guys to help out with Alabama, but I truly am at a loss of words about what to do. But fuck Alabama right now, and this was a bad season for someone to be a Alabama lover for, for The Bachelorette. So true. Wow, I didn't even process that until now. Um, but on that, on that note, (laughs) go Tigers, LSU baby. Um, and then we will see you guys next Wednesday, whether it be for pop culture or bachelor, who the fuck knows? This podcast is a mixed bag, but I definitely will have better sound quality, my dears. Oh man. I don't know. I can't wait. (laughs) Okay. Bye my little pigs. Bye Megan. Bye.